Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good evening and welcome to Fallout Bar, night one at Blackpool. And I'm joined by Stott. How you doing, my friend? Hi, good to be back. You're very good, mate. Nice to have a proper tournament in its proper venue without the fear of it being cancelled half the way through. So, yeah, good times, mate. And as you will see, I am at the venue and Mr. Bars is totally talking to Robert John Rodriguez. I'm in the, the bat, so if there's any noise, I do apologise for at the bat. Or I have to move, stop my after run solo, but we're certainly <laughs> going to be here and talking through tonight's actions. And there are predictions in for what's going to be a super day of darting action tomorrow with eight games we've got to look forward to on our only double session of the um the main match play however we do have the double session of thoughts on the second sunday where we have the women's match play taking place um just before we get into things i just want to first of all as always fan our sponsors for this betfred and i do apologize regarding the intro it was a, a summer series uh intro that we had on there is just including Beckford. Dobbs having the night off, so I'm taking the reins for tonight. So, start just overall, before we go into the uh, four dames, your thoughts on the opening night and, as you say, having a real tournament bath on our TV? I think it was good good quality. I think the lowest average was what Cal and Red said, a bit of a howler, but everybody else played, played well, played their good standard you'd expect in a match play. The, the one thing that surprised me is the one-sidedness of, of three of the games, which you, they said that they, at Sky, the sort of intro back in the day, used to get 10 ones, 10 twos, and then what do we get? We get Madder, Rasma, and Cal and Red both getting battered within about half an hour, I'm saying it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think the quality was, was really good. I think they, they found their match sharpness again. Yeah, and we'll, we'll dive straight into the um, the first time, so... Proceedings opened up in Blackpool with um, a win for Twistoff Ratoisty, who got the better of Stephen Bunting. But early on in this one, it was quite a, a close affair. Yeah, not a bad game. I feel like there was about three or four fixtures in what was a great draw that people were looking at thinking it's not really going to be an exciting one. This wasn't actually that bad, I think. 
as you say, close earlier on, I don't actually feel like Ratajski raised his game after after the break. I feel like it was just Stephen Bunton dipped, whereas Ratajski was able to maintain his level. And I think what won it for him was that bit of magic when Bunton hit an 11 data and then straight away Ratajski answers it straight back with the next leg. Bit of quality dip. I'd, I wasn't expecting to see it from Ratajski. I thought this was going to be a slog 10-7 either way. But Ratajski really showed his quality, showed he was a step up but, uh, over Button tonight. Yeah, you've picked out. There's probably two parts in the game for me that really stood out as a sort of turning point. One of which was the, as you've said, the bat to bat 11 darters, one come from Bunting, one from Ratajski. But there was that one sit seven that Bunting had to level the stores at five apiece down into the break and just missed the ball for that uh, one sit. I think it was one sit seven, might have been one sit one. Whereas then Ratajski just cleaned up the lead. But for the first time in the lead, actually, that the two lead advantage. And as you said, Bunting then dips. But we saw Ratajski come out and win two leads back to back straight after that, four leads on the spin. And for me, it was that little part that had that run that was probably the, the game changer as such until you thought Bunting's fighting back here. It's now 8 5. But the 11 darts from Ratajski was, well, we thought Bunting's was good, but Ratajski's was very special on the return. Yeah, just count all the momentum and really, I think, <laughs> count the game, really. It wasn't really going to turn into a match after that. It was just Ratajski for, for the win. And I was looking at this just quickly beforehand. Both both of these guys are defending a lot, a lot of money at the end of this year. Bunting has 100k at his Worlds and Ratajski himself has £50,000 to defend. So a run here really could help back, back some of that up. So this, this actually might have been a a bigger game for both of them than, than you might have thought at the start. Yeah, totally. We will come on to, uh, obviously, people who were defending a lot of money at this tournament because we've got another player who's defended an awful lot. And if you see on the, the rantings that are projected taking away the match play two years ago, a certain person's dropped about 10 places, but we'll move on to him <laughs> when we talk about his game very shortly. Just before we move on to game number two, let's hear a short clip from Christopher Toasty. At the moment... I think it's close to the to the my best game because I beg in this moment uh, not 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 so far uh, to this uh, this position. Uh, I I feel good now. I feel really good with my dad. Uh, I feel uh, I know I play. I, I can play very good. Now. Yeah, we've, we've seen a, an indifferent probably twist off for Toasty, but he seems there that Stockley's feeling very confident going into you now the rest of the match play after then a win over what was probably a 50 50 tie before we uh, got the game underway. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people had strong feelings about this game. A lot a lot of people actually gave a lot of disrespect to Ratajski, more so about his throw breaking down, really worried that he could have a Glenn Dunn like slip that his action would just break down. But there's no sign of that today that I could see. So, yeah, Ratajski looked confident, played competent, and looked pretty much like Ratajski did in his prime. Yeah, hard to disagree there. Just, oh, this question marks with Ratajski always. He never seems to be able to follow up that dud TV performance. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can do that against the current World Match Play champion. On, I believe, will be Tuesday night. But moving on to game number two, um, you've already touched upon this one, start around the one-sided affair, and it was Dimitri Vandenberg who won 10-2. And I know you've alluded to the performance of Talon Ridge that wasn't to the standard we've seen on the Pro Tour. But switching that round, looking at Dimitri, 
close to 105 for the majority of the day and finished on a 100 average, um, 71% on the checkouts. There is something about Dimitri Vandenberg and Blackpool that he always seems to be able to perform on that stage. I think he's going to win the full thing. I think he's an absolute monster when it comes to this. First to 11, who's he got next? It'll be Robbie John. It'll be Robbie John, yeah. I think if Robert John doesn't take him out, I don't think anyone is going to take him out over those 16 legs. He was relentless today. Not against nothing. Callum Rez's action just broke down and took way too many stray darts to really put him under pressure. But I don't think I don't think it mattered at all. I think if we just ignore Callum Rez for a second, Dimitri Vandenberg was an absolute monster. That 137 to win the match when you don't really <laughs> you don't really have any need to do it. You just know that Rez isn't playing well. Treble 19, Treble 16, Double 16. The honest there wasn't a moment where I thought he was going to miss in the entire game. I think I think he's the man to beat in this tournament. Yeah, from someone who's all, always sometimes a toss quite relaxed, it seems to be it's can relax even further when it comes to Black Bolt. As like I says, we've seen him in the final the past two years. We've seen him pick up the title two years ago. Um, one thing we mentioned about the rantings, looking at the projected rantings already, obviously that's before Dart's thrown. Dimitri Vandenberg currently with the win tonight, sits at 16th place in the world, which is a huge drop considering. And I think prior to that, you're looking, he was in the top eight. So it'll be a two, uh, it's about 150. I think he's defending. Um, what was the prize money two years ago? So it's a lot of pressure on Dimitri's shoulders. We Defending a title is different to defending money, as we see with the rantings, but it doesn't seem to have had effect on the, the dream matter, don't they? No, I... I don't get the sense that he thinks about anything like that at all. I think he's just, he just goes about every single dart on its own, let alone a leg, let alone a match. I think he just visualises his target, goes to edit, and doesn't think about the bigger picture at all. I think I think he is the machine. I know it's not his nickname, it's the voice to James Wade, but I genuinely don't think he'll be phased by what we're talking about right now. I think he'll just go into every match thinking he's going to win, thinking he's going to hit that target. And I genuinely... I genuinely believe he's not going to sink down to that. I actually think he'll extend his his ranking. I think he'll win the extra fifty thousand pound at the end of it because it's two hundred grand this year. I don't think he'll phase with the outside noise. Right, we will. We are going to hear from Dimitri from a short clip. Just before we do, shout out to everyone in the chat room and is tuning in. I will pop up a few comments as they come through and your predictions when we get them through. But for now, let's hear from the Dream Maker. There was in the first round. Right now, there's no pressure anymore. I've done my job. I managed to get through to the first round, and I think that's the hardest one in the whole tournament. No. I've got to do my job. Simple as that. Doesn't matter who I play. I'm in a happy feeling, guys. Um, I'm not scared of anybody. Uh, I've played Johnny before. I beat him. I played Roby before. I beat him. Me and Roby go a long way back, but it's business. In it, it's just business. So <laughs> it sounded like someone knew that he might be drawing. Uh, he might be getting Robbie John in there because yeah. obviously this was day number two. It seemed like that he fancied Robbie to push Johnny close, and we'll move on to that game shortly. But before we do, game number three, we had our current world match play champion, our bet Fred well match play champion Peter Wright, come to the stage, and what a start by Peter Wright. And that, for me, seemed to be the difference in this one with a 10-4 victory for Peter Wright. 
that 5-0 start the opener. It seemed like there was a bit of nerves from uh, Rasber and Peter Wright duly punished those. Well, yeah, you played the defending champion in the world number one on your debut in Blackpool. And then what are you going to do? You give him a five-leg head start on top of that. It's not it's not really the game plan you would go for. I think Rasmus was a little bit unlucky. There was I think the second leg, I genuinely felt there was a lot, a lot on it. Because Peter Wright opened with the 13 data on throw, there's not really much you can do. But that second leg was a real horrible leg from both of them. And if Rasma could just have got in there, got in at one each, he might have been able to make it a match. But I think they said it in commentary, Peter Wright got to to six two up and then just thought thought he'd won it just started chucking darts it started chasing the double nine hitting outside the board on double three just lost focus and i think if it had gotten closer it just would have readjusted and won it anyway i think yeah as you say i agree boys five now it was not going it was not going to recover yeah it's, it's it's the nerves on that stage and also coming out and hearing the Torrent, match play, world champion, the Torrent, world champion, and all that while you stand on stage. And let me tell you, if you are coming to Blackpool at any stage and you get to hear that water on with a sellout crowd at Blackpool, it is freaking amazing. The airs on my arms were up when Peter Wright was coming up. I was lucky enough to be on the balcony as Peter Wright was making that water on. And my God, the atmosphere. So if you've just had your water on, you're feeling a bit nervous. I didn't understand why the nerves in Italy are because that was a, a, a standout. Uh, reaction from the crowd who I thought did, were fantastic throughout the night. Did you see that Peter Wright was getting a bit emotional at the start of the game because, yes. of, because of that? I couldn't believe it. How many times has Peter had that reception and yet that one tonight was the one that got him? It's, uh, it's unreal after all these years. But it was a very, very good Peter Wright performance. 97 average for me probably does a bit of unjust because like he says, if he would have carried on that early form, that could have been a lot higher than what we've seen with the 97. But very good performance into round two. Dr. Ratoisty in the second round. And I think he'll be feeling very, very confident um, going into the rest of this week with that well, uh, opening do you think so, Lee? Do you think he's confident? Have you not heard his interview before it, after it? I, we have? I certainly have. <laughs> I certainly have. And we will just hear a little clip from Peter Wright. And trust me, this is a very, very good clip. Challenges me if there's any person that can upset me uh, winning this tournament. I don't, I don't care who comes through the outside, it'll just be opponent and it'll be losing opponent. <laughs> Start, do you think he's lacking confidence? Yeah, it's not the same player, <laughs> not the same player. <laughs> What's unbelievable, just quick before we move on, is I thought he was incredibly. Incredibly cocky and confident last year. He somehow managed to up it the level this year. I didn't think that was possible, but but here we are. Hope we can back it up again. And then we seem to have done through the dames pretty quickly. One, because we have, we've only got a short period of time. However, we have got a lot of time to talk about dame number four. Because yeah. did anyone see this result coming? And that is not disrespect to Robbie John Rodriguez, but the form that Johnny Clayton's performed on the stage over the past 18 months. What a dame of darts by both players. But all the credit must go to Robbie John Rodriguez. On debut, on a Saturday night, sellout crowd, as I've mentioned a couple of times, to put that level of performance in with the normal style of play, you know, giving a bit to the, the crowd to get them involved in the game. What a performance from the young Austrian. Can I still call him the young Austrian, by the way? Because it seems to have been on the scene for a very long time. 
Yeah, we've, we've just spoken about a fifty-two-year-old world champion. You can go, you can go, Romeo, <laughs> youngster. But yeah, it's it's that point there that I think is crucial. It's the debut factor of Roby John. It's it's not the form because I would just about edge Roby John over Johnny Clayton in recent times, and stage performance Clayton looked absolutely knackered at, at the World Series. So coming into it, there was question marks, but yeah, to to show that level of bottle from Robijon, he has that snatch in his action that sometimes comes into play when he sometimes gets a little distracted. I think it happened maybe three, four times tonight and with the level of pressure that must have been on him, that is unbelievable. To fire it, and by the way, how good was the one five six To answer yeah. the one thirty. Yeah, we spoke about the bunting and I've already forgot who we beat already. Um, sorry, Retoys the bunting yeah. down. We spoke about the 11 dot lead responded by the 11 dot lead in this one. Johnny Clayton closes the dap just one to make it 5-4. But then Roby John Rodriguez firing in that one five six at that time, going into a break as well, after he just had a one thirty against you. How crucial was that? And, and it was beautiful as well, right in the middle of the treble 20 for both of them. And then the treble, uh, pardon, the double 18 as well, right in the centre. Perfect darts as well. And that's after being 3-2 down in the first session. And he was averaging, what, 108 or something like that? In the first yeah. session, yeah, and yeah. it was free to down and showed the bottle to come back and win that game. So performance-wise, mentality-wise, and just all around, just mentality-wise, it's just been absolutely a perfect performance to deal with a certain uh, owner of online darts as tip for. <laughs> I, I was sat by him at the time and trust me there's frustration there there's frustration and just because he was his uh he was tip to do one yeah. um which is normally my tip to do early so it's nice that someone else has that um someone else has that just a word on uh johnny clayton before we hear from robert john rodriguez um the downfall tonight seemed a lot to be that double 16 it just wasn't the johnny clayton we saw it like we said the 113 we saw a couple of double 16s but there was a two missed in the back end of the day and that were crucial for him to close the dap to 8-7. Um, there was other misses on there. All we've done for 18 months is praise the ferret. And, I'd, you know, one performance where Robert John Marie has just put that in and he was, like says, he was outstanding. So we don't have to do too critical on Johnny. Do you think it's just one bad day and he comes back to then or are the signs that maybe that pressure of now going into tournaments as one of the favourites to maybe playing on his shoulders a little? I think, personally, it's just a little dip in form and a little bit of, of fatigue with just the, the relentless nature. I think it's going to come back pretty soon, just with a little bit of rest and a little bit, a little bit of, of practice away away from the tournament. I think that Johnny Clayton is going to is going to recover. I don't because that that performance was was really good. Like it's not as if Johnny Clayton turned up and played badly. We haven't mentioned his, his eye yet because I don't think it was a major factor. I don't think it looked as if he was playing like majorly against any injury or that so yeah I think it's just it was slightly off it and that's why you missed those double 16s at crucial times they wouldn't last year but I don't think there's major panic I don't think there's major panic yeah we spoke to Johnny we was lucky enough to speak to him a couple of hours before his day and he, he, he his words was it looks worse than it, it feels um, so it, it it is one of those sometimes, especially you know on a TV cameras in front of you, it, it will enlarge and it and make it a lot bigger. So for him, it wasn't it wasn't that um, it wasn't something like says to mm. talk about in regards to um, the performance because 
let's be honest, he played a very good Dame of Darts. It was just yeah. not to the level that we've seen Johnny Clayton perform. And he was up against opponents who fed off that, that fed off the crowd who was so key. <laughs> so we are going to hear from Roby John Rodriguez. Now, this is one clip that I haven't heard, so I'm interested to hear, uh, hear what Roby John's got to say. And for all our uh, clips that we've shown you, all the interviews will be available on our YouTube channel, three of which are available. So please go and listen to those. Obviously, after we're finished, you want to listen to me and stop for a few more minutes in our predictions and we want to hear yours in the chat room as well. But let's hear from Roby John Rodriguez now. If I play good, yes. If not, the better player wins. Uh, but it, it depends on the, on the day. I, I know that I can beat everybody. It doesn't matter who it is, number one, number two, number three of the world, I don't mind. And I don't mind playing them. Um, it depends on the day, how they perform or how I perform. I give my best. If they don't, I try, try, I try to win. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it is one of those that we know the levels that it to perform. We've seen him perform. For me, a lot of these standout performances are probably coming in the World Cup in the individual short games. Obviously, we're in an extended format uh, to those games here in Blackpool. But that performance tonight is just beat Johnny Clayton. Dimitri van der Berde is probably someone we're not talking about as one of the favourites down into this. However, that performance tonight moves him into that. And with Johnny Clayton dropping out, that would be a bit... We're not going to predict, by the way, stop, but that game <laughs> on Tuesday, that would be electric if Robbie John turns up because we know Dimitri performs on that stage. I'm going to enjoy that one because it's it's two contrasting styles. When they got on the walk-on, they're both quite boisterous and boy... Didn't Roby John milk it tonight in a walk-on? I really enjoyed to see him <laughs> taking his time. But but we've spoken about Dimitri keeping it calm, no emotion, just go for it. Roby John, complete opposite, wants to get the crowd involved, wants to do the exhibition shots. And so I'm, I'm going to really enjoy that ice versus fire on, on Tuesday night. And I would back Dimitri. I know you said don't don't predict it, but we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> it, it's hard not to, to say that that he's going to go and win another game on the Blackpool stage because, my God, he loves it on there, doesn't he? So, moving on to Sunday, and we will now get our predictions in on a Super Sunday, and trust me, he's a Super Sunday. One of, yeah. for me, one of the best afternoon sessions we have we have ever seen 100%. on paper, um, and that evening session is the worst, the most difficult quarter the, the quarter of death shall we call it on the evening so Super Sunday trust me is going to happen in Blackpool there is going to be some fantastic darts um, so we will go into our predictions now just getting the dames up in front of me so just want your store line on the start um, so Dirt and Ivan Bowder versus Ryan Searle to open up Sunday afternoon it's not a bad way to start let me tell you who no, comes through in that one mate it must be the best open on a Sunday Ever. Uh, I'm going to go 10-6 Van Dyven mode. I think he's a clear favourite in this. I think he's going to explode. I'm just wondering how much that war tunnel take out of him on that. Stage <laughs> I believe it's a sell-out further then on a Sunday afternoon, but it deserves it because of that. And uh, like it says, I've never seen anyone get onto the stage before his name's finished being pulled out as Dirt does. Um, <laughs> he happens true. to be so quick that he's there already. Um and you're going for, did you say 10 sits, Dirk? Duck, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with you. I just think that 
the current stage form of Dirt is better than Ryan Searle. Um, and I think that Dirt Van Dyven Bowder gets the win. But I'm going to go 10 8. I think Selton push him a mm-hmm. bit more than what you're suggesting. However, I do fancy Dirt to that over the line. But there should be 180s in that day. 180s the law from both Dirt and Ryan Searle. Moving on to dame number two, we have current UT Open champion Danny Noppert against the most recent Pro Tour winner in Brendan Dolan. As we said, Super Sunday. That's dame number two. Where are you down in that one, Stop. You know, if, if Brendan Dolan hadn't just won his, his tournament, I would be going for about 10 free to Danny Noppert. But I, I still think Danny wins it. And I'll go 10 5. I think we're here for a long Sunday. I really do think we're here for a long Sunday. Um, just a store that we had on a previous one. Kieran's done for 10 8, Ryan Searle. Um, so the opposite of what I went with in the dirt win, um, which is prob- probably means it's going to be right. Um, for this one, I don't think the style suits. Danny Noppers. I know he's not the quickest, but Brendan Dolan is one of the slowest players that we've got in this 11-9 Danny Nopper as I said we're here for a ah, afternoon on the only 11-9 <laughs> I do think Danny Nopper that's off the line Torrent like says stage performances for Danny Nopper it looks like he could have a deep run this week and he comes through that 11-9 for me now this one what are we going to have in this game Derry Anderson versus Daryl Durney we've seen brilliance from both we've seen not so brilliance from both as well recently which way does this one down, mate? It's just so unfair to predict a Gary Anderson game. You just you just have no idea when he'll turn up. But I don't think he'll turn up tomorrow. I think this is the beginning of the end of, of seeing Gary Anderson and about the TV stages. I'm, I'm, I'm actually... I'll say 10-7. I think he'll just get pipped out in a low 90s game. But I think Daryl Gurney wins 10-7. Just so you know, Kieran's extending the Sunday even more than what I'm going to. He's down for 12-10, Daryl Anderson. Yeah, I wish that's Anderson Gurney. That'll be fun. That'll be, that'll be a good one. Um... My heart says Darry Anderson still got one big run in him. Hmm. Is it this week? No, I think Daryl Derny Daryl Derny that's it. However, let me tell you all a little secret. I'm sat by Phil Bars tonight and Phil Bars is telling me that he expects Darry Anderson's dog very deep this week. Um he won't mind me sharing that with you. He's got to. He's got to have someone else. Does he's uh, Johnny Clayton? His predictions already done, so he's got to have someone else. Hasn't <laughs> he? Um, but he's telling me Daryl Dolib. I think Daryl Dolib gets over the line. Uh, again, it's hard to say there'll be a one-sided affair on, on Sunday afternoon or Sunday at all. Um, but this one, I think, will be about ten sits. I'm going to go for Daryl Dolib to that over the line. And the final game on Sunday afternoon is. It was Michael Smith on Sunday afternoon. It's Michael Smith versus Andrew Dildin. Michael Smith has been in some incredible form. It's dipped slightly recently, but generally in 2022, he's been in some very, very good form. But Andrew Dildin got his tooth hard back and he has fired this year on the on the Pro Tour. Can he do it on the Blackpool stage? Yeah, first, just very quickly, I agree. I think this full session is better than the Monday night one, so I don't understand how they've done that either. But I think Michael Smith scrapes over the line here. I'm, I'm going to go extra time for this one. I think 12-10, 12-10, 12-10, 12-10. 
to Michael Smith. I think Gilligan gives him a big scare, but Bowie survives it and goes on. Do you not want us to have a break between Sunday afternoon and Sunday night? Are we just going to play <laughs> through eight down straight away? Um, Michael Smith wins this. Uh, not with ease. Ten sits. Ten sits, I'm thinking. Yeah, about ten sits more. Just on there, another one. He seems to play well on the stage. Uh, we've seen him go deep a couple of times. I think he gets over the line. And then we move on to an absolutely mammoth Sunday evening. And then selecting Bradpool. Well, I'm sure if you haven't got a ticket, you'll be tuning in because what a session it is. And you are opening up with the rock star against the heaters. Joe Cullen takes on Damon Hetter at half past seven. Start. Who do you pick the winner from this one? Premier League runner-up and Damon Hetter, who is the current World Cup champion. Now th- this is a this is an absolute nightmare. Like Joe Cullen has been involved in a quarter-final run before, where he was just back to Gary Anderson, but th- he's not also involved in a whitewash against Ian White one of the years. So I just have no idea where to predict him. So I'm going to I'm going to flip flop and I'm going to say Damon Hetter does nick it. Actually, not Nick. I'm going to say 10-4, Damon Hatter. I think, I think Colin has a bit of a hero here. I've just completely Ooh. changed that in the last 10 seconds. Just have a feeling. I've just changed that. I've got a feeling started 10, 20 past 7 tomorrow night. You'll text me then. I've changed my mind and then it's now the movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. That can happen a lot of times throughout the It's for tomorrow. Does this match play draw this first round is just yeah. horrid for a lot of these. And this is the, probably one of the most difficult draws um, as a seed to yeah. that Damon Hatter. So, um, and then Stahl doesn't suit Joel Cullen in this one. No. I think he does enough. I still think Rod Stahl does enough. Um, I think we go deep. I think it goes 10 8 to the Rod Star. But it's a tough one to call. It's a very, very tough one to call. Moving on to game number two, we have James Wade versus Martin Ludman. Um, a fan of the show who joins in quite a lot when he's not on the <laughs> board. Um, so we won't be too pretty critical at all. Start, um, but no, honestly, Martin Lutheran's done fantastic to what we've seen on the Euro Tour, all that stage experience. Will that help him tomorrow night and Tanny get a win over the machine? I, I think I'm going to predict what a lot of people will, will predict. He will play well. He will do most of the things right, but that extra little 1% that James Wade just knows how to do will get him over the line. And I'm going to say 10-5, James Wade just does the business and just palms him off. With a mid 90s standard born prediction. So, you're predicting James Wade to beat someone yes. with a lower average than what they've probably got? Exactly. Born, born prediction. <laughs> if Dobby's listening, he will not like that one little bit. I'm sure if he's not, he will listen back and you will have a strongly worded text message <laughs> so on tomorrow night's host. Or he might come on and talk all about your prediction. Um, however, James Wade, Martin Luthman, James Wade. <laughs> Can't go against him currently, yeah. especially with his draw. Um, I think he gets over the line again. James Wade doesn't tend to win dames as comfortable as what you've predicted. Um, on debut, we could see, we could see, you know, sort of anything from from a debutant. We've seen the performance we've seen from Robbie John. We've seen someone who's been on here to, um, before in Talon Ridge performance. He has done. I think Martin Luton can put in a performance. I think he can pose a shot. I think it's just. A little bit. Oh, you've got to win it in the last minute. Too much. 
Yes, I am. I'm yes. Ten, eight, James Wade. Close name, Wade Tate, yeah. experience tense. I'm just thinking this one. Um, the start is, is crucial yeah. for him to off the line. Um, right, just that I rush through this one. I'm, and I apologise we've got to rush through this one. Michael Van Derwin versus Adrian <laughs> Lewis. I, I think MVG 10-7, injury holds up from which doesn't quite make it. Yeah, just a quick what Kieran's asked around the, the fitness of MVG. We're told that he's fit and rare into Dell. Um, we've seen him back, we've seen him play. Um, he's had a little break. Um, social media told you that he was in, I believe, Ibiza for a little break. But I know that board, he has been on that board and he has been practicing. So, uh, what was your score line? Sorry, mate. 10 7. 10. This is the most open one, I think. I'm down 10 5. Sorry, the. Be this margin. I'm on 10 5 MVG. I think we see a dominant MVG performance, and I'll have to see we in getting off the line. And then the final game of this Super Sunday session Luke Humphreys versus Nathan Aspinall. Can the inform man out of those two Luke Humphreys get off the line? Or will once that war time happens with Nathan Aspinall, we know what he can perform? I was going to put Aspinall on for the full thing, completely bought with it when I seen this draw. And I'm going to say Luke Humphreys wins the sudden death uh, leg. The last leg to say that Luke Humphreys just pips the ass. Oh, man. Don't have a draw. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. Um, it's hard to batter then to Luke Humphreys, but I'm down to. I just think when he's Huge on that stage, we see something better from Nathan Aspinall. Um, 10-7, Nathan Aspinall. I don't think we go all the way, but I do think we're at a point where it's maybe six apiece, seven apiece, and we just see that break from the Aspor. Something key happen in the day, and it just spins. So it's a very, very tight affair, but we don't get the sun death left. But we get a 10-7, 10-8 type of win from Nathan Aspinall. Um, that is all done from us. Kieran has fired in all his predictions, and this one is <laughs> He's yet, he's yet standing my Sunday night as well as my Sunday day with Luke Humphrey's 12-10. But trust me, if we see the store lines around what we're predicting here and, and everyone else who he was thinking tomorrow, we are in for a very long day. Which means if we're in for a very long day, we are in for a great fallout bar tomorrow night where Dob will be returning as the host. Start just before we go. Thank you very much for That's jumping right. on and joining me on what has been, a, for me, a very good opening night. Yeah, I agree. Good benchmark. I think it will get better, mate. Yeah, see, only getting better. As always, thank you for everyone who's joined in the chat room, everyone who's listening at home and joining us at this late hour. Also, a massive thank you for Betfred, who are the tournament sponsors and also our sponsors for the Fallout Bar for the rest of the week. So any odds or any bets that you're having, please go off to Betfred as they have specials, Darwin, all week. As you can see, the hour of a sponsor at the moment, Wingmow, Red Dragon and, and Modus. Thank all those for the support, and I hope everyone has a very good. Is it Saturday night or rest of the Saturday night or Sunday morning now? And that's ready for yeah. our one o'clock session tomorrow. And remember, just before I go, all the interviews are available on our YouTube page. Three of them were on there before I come live. I believe the Roby one will be on there if it isn't already. Um, PB is working hard in the background to make sure that is up and live. So once then, thank you very much all for joining. And if you've not already, please subscribe to us on YouTube and all the social media networks. I don't need to run through them all. You know what they all are. 
So you'll be joined by Dobbs tomorrow. Start. Thanks very much and good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 